We had a full room for this episode. Stephen Latham, Mark Guerrero. Drunk Jenny. Drunk Jenny. Yep. Talked about like the good old days when Mark and Stephen were in a band here locally called Before the Throne. Yeah. So this is a little bit of like throwback nostalgia for them. And then we just talk music in yeah. general. And I mean, just like every other episode, we go a little bit all over the place. But it was a good time talking to them. We enjoyed it. And we hope you do too. Hi, Jenny. Hi. Did you know Stephen and Mark are also here? Well, they are. Say hi, hi guys. What up? Hey. And Curtis is over there in the corner. Yeah, here I am. Okay, so as usual, we're going to start off with the uh, opening liner. And it goes like this. With her faded dress and worn shoes, she knew she couldn't. This is where you this is where you talk. Um wait, what? <laughs> okay, Steven can go first. Ready? Fine. Fine, I got this. With her faded dress and worn shoes, she knew she couldn't She knew she couldn't get upon her knees and give him fellatio the way she wanted to. However, she did. <laughs> The end. That's yeah, fucking I like perfect. That was, I feel like that was a good one. That's fucking perfect. Oh, God. Uh, Congratulations. <laughs> However, she did. <laughs> Didn't Steven do the last one? Oh, shit. And didn't he talk about giving head or something? Probably. I don't think so. I don't remember ever doing this. I can't. I can't think of a single time that I've been in your presence that getting getting head or giving head didn't come up at least once. <laughs> it's kind of like your thing, I guess. Well, she wanted to be in a nice dress when she gave the fellatio. Did she? Yes. Does that make it more special? But since she was in a faded dress and tattered shoes, she felt like trash. Oh, I see. But she did it anyway. But she did it anyway because she was in fact trash. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Would it make a difference? Like the the dress that's being worn, does it make a difference, you think? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I think hydration levels count more than clothing apparel. Probably. I mean, if she's straight up parched, that's going to be a bummer. Especially in this summer heat. Right. So what are we in here for, Terry? I don't know. I just thought it would be a good time to podcast when we've got Steven and Mark. Mark plays the drummers, and Steven screams the screamers, so I thought maybe it'd be a good time to uh, talk to them about drumming and screaming. Try to play drums. And I'll try to scream. And, okay, maybe we'll talk about how they used to drum and scream. Were y'all in the same band? Yes. When you were doing your thing? No, we weren't. Don't let him fool you. (laughs) He's lying. I thought I was in the band, but I really wasn't. Oh. No, yeah, we were. Now I'm confused. <laughs> you, you under, I was a session musician, you understand? Nope, explain that to me. That's, I'm just bullshitting. Oh, so you were actually in the band? Yes. What was the name of this band? Before the Throne. I knew that. Once upon a time, we found a video 
of a concert, I suppose, or just a jam session or something. Who was in possession of that at the time? Was that Mark that had it? The video? Yeah. I don't think I did. I don't. I didn't have that video. No, you can you can look up a. Uh, there was a Longview News Journal interview, yeah. and they actually did like a video as well. You can see Mark putting down on the drums on on that. It was like what Trigger Vest three, something like that. that. Came in, something like that. Yeah, jamming in Josh's room or living room actually. Josh the uh, Rip, yeah Miller, yeah J something y'all called him J Mill. J Mill. The only reason I know that's because Kelly's got the thing <clears throat> at the end of his hall. Never met that guy. He was a cool dude. Was that why the band ended? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh, I thought it was like post band time. No. Huh. All right. That was the end of it. So yeah, I don't, it, I don't know who had that video. I don't even know where we were playing at, where the video was at. The only video I remember uh, was what Stephen was talking about, the uh, Longview News Journal one. We were talking about it at Kelly's or something. There actually, there actually is a, there's actually a video of Trigger Fest as well, of us playing live. I think that's the one you found. It was in the daytime. Oh, was that? Yeah, 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 over there on the, the little auditorium. Yeah. Teak Park. So how did this band form to begin with? Oh man, that's an interesting one. It's an it's it's pretty extensive story. Oh, but I mean, I you know we can tell it if you want us to. By all means. That's why we're here. (laughs) (laughs) I have nothing but time at this point. Well, in the beginning, I started working at this job, and I met this guitar player that I became friends with. His name was Adam. And his cousin also worked at the same job, and I met him a few weeks later after meeting Adam, and they're cousins, and they both play guitar. And I was just, you know, I was just their friend. And at some point in time, they said, all right, we're going to start a band, so we need to start finding, you know, musicians. They were playing some years before Yeah, they had been playing guitar for some years together. But they never were in a band together. They just yeah. like it was like their thing. That was like their hobby. Well, J Mill was actually in a band at some point. Uh, can't remember their name now. I think yeah, he was actually. Now that you bring that up, can't remember their name. But anyway, they're on the floor. So they said, "Okay, we're going to start a band. Time to find musicians." And I had no inkling that I was going to be in the band at this point in time. I didn't even know I had talent yeah which i actually don't have any but anyway but you were a fan of the genre of music yes yes i've always always loved metal yeah so anyway there was another time when i was in a music store visiting a friend of mine and while i was in that music store i saw a flyer was that hastings or was it it was Mutt music i was there just the other day saw a flyer Drummer, death metal drummer, looking for band. So, you know, I thought in my mind, well, okay, we'll, we'll find out if, you know, because no, normally it's kids, you know, posting shit, and they're just trying to, they're trying to get together and jam, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So I met Mark, apart from Josh and Adam, because I just wanted to hear his shit before I was like, hey, I found this guy that maybe y'all should hear. Yeah. 
And then I heard Mark drum, and he fucking slams. He's badass. Mm -hmm. So then I tell Josh and Adam, y'all got to meet this drummer. And they meet the drummer, and he's in. All right. How long have you been playing the drums before that? What was that when you met me? I was like 18, maybe? Yeah, I think so. 17, 18, something like that. Maybe four or five years. You were already killing it that that early Oh, He progressed pretty damn quick, yeah. Is that a... Typical, like, if somebody goes and picks up the drums, are they going to be as good as you were in four years, or were you like a... It just depends on how much you practice. I mean, at that point, I was skipping school. I didn't care about going to school, and I was just like, I want to play drums. That's just all I wanted to do. So I just played drums, like, literally three or four hours a day, and then I'd take a break and then pick it back up for a couple more hours a day before my dad got home, because that's where I stayed at. And uh, I just did that for... Three, four years. And then he hit me up. Self-taught or yeah, did you take? much. Was there like, like, you, like YouTube back then and the internet back then really wasn't prominent. Like yeah, this was now. before the internet existed. Yeah, so I kind of like, <clears throat> when I did have the internet, I watched some videos and, and bought really? a video offline when I had it. And uh, that's kind of just where it went. It's pretty much just listening to the music that I liked. And just jammed it and just kept playing that. Gotcha. So by ear. Nice. I know that Bill Burr, like, took up drum playing in his, you know, he was 30-plus, I think, when he started doing it. And that's how he learned was, of course, later on he took some drum lessons, but at first he just, like, bought a drum set and started watching, like, John Bonham videos. And was like, I'm going to just try to re- recreate what I'm doing, what he's doing there. And then, of course, he went and got lessons and all. But oh. I have zero musical talent, so YouTube's it always a hell of a thing, me. man. Like you can learn anything off of that. Anything you want to learn off of it, you can learn it. Like you got an idea, look it up, study it. Like YouTube is a good source, no doubt. But you got to wade through the bullshit. Oh well, yeah, true. Yeah, you got to have an eye for it. <clears throat> there is a lot of bullshit out there. Sure. So you make the you make the meat. Correct. Yes. Okay. I make the meat. Yeah, you make you made the meat. Oh, I you made know. the meat. Yeah. yeah. I thought you said I make the meat. Right. Oh, me too. Oh. Like, like you go in the back and yeah, yeah, butcher yeah. the cow yes. and slice it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 I made the meat. Yeah. And they heard him and they were like, "Yeah, hell yeah, he's in." So, so Mark, Mark was the first. Well, yeah. Mark. What I remember was I think what I met you and I think Adam and Josh at the apartments Regency Apartments. I think it was. And I remember. Where the hell was that at? Regency. It was at Fairmont and. Uh, <laughs> you mean Saddlebrook? Was it Saddlebrook? Yeah. yeah Saddlebrook. Where I lived, yeah. Yeah, Regency is right behind that. Yeah, right there. next to it. But yeah, I remember going over there, knocking on the door. And then here's Steven. Hey! And just walk in there. I didn't even have a set or anything. And I just listened to, I think, Josh and Adam play. And uh, so yeah, we can do that. Let's do something. I don't even remember where we actually practiced first. That's what I was thinking the other day. They they had to have come to your house at some point to hear you. I think so. Otherwise, they wouldn't have just been like, yeah, you're in. Yeah. So, yeah, Mark was Mark was the first piece. So the, the two cousins was, were they both like guitar players? Or did one like transition to bass or? No. They were both uh, guitar players and they actually, they were actually both lead guitar players. Honestly, but yeah. they would just kind of trade off leads. 
uh, our bass player, we found him very last. And he was actually really good. Jenny actually has known him for a long, long time. His name was John Durr. Uh, another friend of mine. He was actually really good. Yeah. Really, really good. Another friend of mine was like, hey, I know this bass player. You should hear him play. So my skeptical mind was like, yeah, okay, I'll hear, I'll hear this bass player play. I don't remember either. Like, was we, He was the only bass player we really had, wasn't it? Yeah, he's the only one we ever had except for our very last show. We had Kendrick Brown filling oh, our very last right. show. Yeah. But uh, at some point, I heard the bass player play, and I was like, yep, they're going to have to hear him, too. Mm-hmm. But he was actually the very last member we found. We found me by mistake All right. in, the, in the middle there. How'd that happen? <clears throat> well, it was uh, kind of weird. Hold we on, were, no, 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 hold on. Real quick on the bass, on the bass part. Yeah. I remember a guy named Mance. See, did did he try out or did he was he in? I can't remember. I don't know if he was in or not. I think he might have just been like a lingering musician that was just kind of there. Yeah, because that's when we were playing over off Greystone and those uh, storage Storage units. Yeah, yeah, I do remember him coming a few times, but I don't know that I don't know that we ever. I think Josh him. wanted him out. Josh yeah, was, Josh pretty much him out, and I don't blame him. Yeah, because he met this man's guy. He was a fucking douchebag anyway. But, uh, did, you, did you just say y'all were playing in a storage unit? Yeah, with power, yeah. Yep. No AC, though. That's fun to say. Yeah, we were just playing in a storage building. I think that was shut down pretty quick. Yeah, they got pretty upset. <laughs> oh, so it was like a storage building, like a Yeah, like a, like a unit of storage buildings, yeah. Why would they get upset? I mean, who the fuck just hangs around storage buildings? Well, you'd be day? surprised. There were people always out there on the weekends and shit, like well, hanging out, hanging out. Yeah, hanging out in their storage buildings, and it was fucking crazy, dude. I think somebody uh. mentioned, too, that, that we were going to play music, and I think at one point they said, okay, but I don't think they realized to the level that we were going to do it at. Gotcha. So anyway, at the storage buildings... <laughs> They're like, okay, a bunch of acoustic ma- magi- yeah. or musicians are going to come over here yeah. and lay down some Bob Dylan and shit on yeah. a fucking Saturday afternoon. No, we were like summoning Satan. And it, was, <laughs> it was crazy. But, uh, death metal, man. That's what it was. There was going to be a, they set up a vocal tryout day, and there were going to be several, several guys come to try out. The first guy came. And he was actually pretty good. He kind of reminded me of Randy Blythe from Lamb of God. All right. And he was, but he was kind of too, too close to, like, we didn't want to, like, you know, mimic anybody or anything. Sure. But he had, like, these, he had, like, devastating mental issues. All right. Who was this? I can't remember his name, but I remember he came to Nate Boney's house one time, and he was, like, real, like. Sketchy. Yeah, but he was, like, crazy introverted and. Hmm. He just, he had mental issues. Yeah, that don't work too good if you're going to be like a front man of a band. Yeah, exactly. So he came. I remember that. Yep, he came and he left. And then the second guy that was supposed to show up, it, I guess they had like, you show up at 9 o'clock, you show up at 11 o'clock. I can't remember how they did it, but the second guy didn't show up. So they were like, well, we're going to just practice anyway. And we'll just we'll just practice until the next slot, next guy is supposed to be here. Yeah. So I was bored. You know, I wanted to be there to like see the tryouts and shit. So I was there all day anyway. I was bored, and I just picked so up at, there. At this point, you're just like a 
friend of the yeah i'm just a friend yeah yeah okay i just loved the music and i just wanted to hear it gotcha so it i'm sounds just to me like you developed this band in a i way. really did in a way in a way i did yeah uh or i'm not developed it just happened to find the people but so i was bored and i just picked up their microphone because they had a PA there, and I just picked it up, and I'm just going to play around. I have no idea I can even do these vocals. Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, I'm sure you've been driving down the road or whatever, and you're you're singing along, right? But see, that's what's weird. I don't even recall ever doing that. Huh. But anyway, I just did it and let out this god-awful sound, and I kind of was just fake talking during the songs because, I mean, obviously I didn't have no lyrics or anything. I was just kind of mumbling, essentially. Yeah. And Josh was like, dude, what the fuck? Where did that come from? And I was like, dude, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we practiced a while longer, and I'm just playing around. The third guy comes, and his name was Cody Hurst, and he's actually a really good vocalist. That's crazy. I forgot he actually tried out. Yeah, he's actually okay. a really good vocalist. All right. And while he was there, Josh was like, hey, you got to hear, hear Steven do this. So I did it again, and he was like, Wow. And then nobody else showed up. I see. When I was in. So it was a process of elimination. <laughs> yep. All right. So. So that's how it happened. And then we found the bass player. We found the bass player. A little later, yeah. All right. So. And then we practiced for a, like an entire year, like a calendar year before we ever played a show. Okay. So how did the first show come about? How did that even. Well, another friend of mine was putting on Trigger Fest 2. And normally, oh Corey, yeah, Corey Wade, Corey Wade. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. Gotcha. This was like his third trigger. What did we play? We was that that was three. We played two and three, but number, three, yeah. number two had, was our very first ever show. Yeah, so he had like three trigger fest going on, yeah. like a little musical festival that he put together. Where? That first one was at Longview Lane's bowling alley. Okay. And up the, there was a the first one we played at. Yeah, there was a bunch. that was number two. Yeah. There's a bunch of people there. I'm anyway. trying to think. Longview, that's the one over there on. It's like Spur. a Mexican grocery yeah, store now. Kroger's. Okay. Yeah. I remember that like from years ago, but yeah. I, I can't picture it as far as where the fuck you would have a concert. Like on the left hand side. Next well, to the arcade. That, yeah, like next to the arcade. Between the arcade and the and the uh, Lane? concession stands. Yeah. Okay. The lanes were yeah, yeah, in front yeah. of you. Right. Okay. But what was weird about our first show, uh, like. Starting out bands, you know, they normally like open shows and sure they play early. Well, Corey had heard us, he he had come to our practice several times and he was like, This ain't no, this ain't no opening band. Yeah, so he put us at 10, 10 p.m. on an all day festival, like when the very max amount of people are there. We played right before My Plastic Friends. I don't know if y'all know who they are, but they were like a big deal around here. Yeah. So we were like essentially in the primetime slot, our very first ever show. And we literally stopped in the middle of a song at one point. Why? Because we fucked it up. It happened. Did you like start over? Yes. Yep. Literally started over a song. We looked at everybody. We were like, what the fuck are y'all doing? And then we started. It was the very first song we played, as a matter of fact, ever live. Yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry. Excuse us. Let us try this again. We got the song out and everybody like went fucking nuts. All right. And it was like we were off and running at that point. Okay. And we never did that again, ever. Restart, you mean? Yep, never happened again. Huh. Who 
actually fucked up? I don't even remember. It was probably me. I mean, I'm, I'm not. It's probably me. Honestly, I'm a nervous motherfucker when I remember. get up on stage sometimes, and it was probably me. I was terrified. <laughs> I was I was literally terrified. That was my first time to ever perform. Dude, I won't even sing karaoke. Right. I got up there and I was shaking like a leaf on a tree, dude. And then I did my thing, and it it was never there again. Huh? Never happened again. Not not even when we played at uh, not even then Ridgely Theater. Not Remember even then. Shit? Yep, that, that was, was lit, dude. That was the shit. That Tell was the that best. Show. Huh? How many people were there? The wasn't it like Battle of the Bands? Or something? Well, that was our very last show. Yeah, it was. We so played originally. We played originally theater twice. What is what is that? It's this big ass like venue. music venue in Fort Worth. Oh okay. So did y'all like have a manager? Did y'all just like do it all yourselves? Well, we or do what? it all ourselves? Yeah. Huh? I mean, were y'all making any money, or was it just for? Mm, not, not really. really. <laughs> nope. And that's kind of sad because I mean we we drew people. Yeah, but they're. There's just not a, there's no money in it, really. You got to be really unique in order to pull that kind of, in order to pull that kind of money. Hmm. We're just doing it for the hell of it, because we liked it. I mean, were y'all even getting y'all's expenses off? So, I mean, were they, y'all getting paid to do shows? It just, it, it wasn't profitable? I mean, we got paid, but I mean, it was like, when you've got five people in the Gas band. money, maybe. Yeah, there's five people in the band, you make 200 bucks. Oh, I see. For the whole band? Yeah. At the time, I mean, we all had jobs except me. That's kind of how everybody covered expenses. Pretty, pretty much, we just put our the money we did make. We just put back in like a fund to right. like buy new symbols and to go record and shit like that. Gotcha. So did you actually go record something? We did. Maybe that's what you found that one time was an actual recording or something. It was a demo, rather than a video that I was thinking about earlier. You found something one time and like you started calling around people and. You you come across somebody at one point that had something that we listened to at Kelly's house. Well, I mean, we're on YouTube. You can you can find well, it. We've tried that here not too long ago, and it's like fuck. I can't get in. I can't find nothing. Yeah, I can find it. All right. Just gotta kind of dig. Yeah. So, anyways, you play the thing for Wade. Yeah, that was our first show. And then, in like, it just all the people that were there, word of mouth, you know, yeah, got spread around. Kind of blew up from there. Yeah. All right, so how long did this last? Mm. Well, that very first show was New Year's Eve night, 2007, so the next day was 2008. We played all of 2008, and our very Some last show... 2009. Yeah, our very last show was March of 2009. Yeah. So were y'all pretty much every weekend playing somewhere? Uh, I wouldn't say that, but... I'd say at least a couple times a month. Yeah, a couple times a month at least. All right. Like local places around here, or did y'all, y'all I mean, you we just did, said y'all did, did Fort Worth. We yeah. did Kilgore when they had uh, the Corner Pocket. We had uh, everywhere here in Longview, and then we went to Shreveport. I don't remember what the place that was called. That was actually called Little Joe's. Okay. It's a laundromat now. <laughs> we turned it into a laundromat. I see. What was that place in Shreveport? Maybe it still exists. There was like some sort of an alley where they used to have concerts. Hurricane Alley. Is that what it was called? Yep. Couldn't remember that for this for the life of me. I've, I've tried to come up with that several times. We went and watched. Like I don't even know what year it was, but it was before Slipknot got like fucking enormous. Yeah. And matter of fact, they were they were opening for Cold Chamber, and it was like big truck. Yeah, like Seven Dust, Amen, Slipknot, Cold Chamber, and there was another band that nobody got to fucking see, but you got to hear. 
because they had like these big ass gates, like big wood gates that they had to open to let people in. And there was somebody like <laughs> left the fucking key at their house or some bullshit, but it was like, like you have to shut those concerts down at midnight. Like they can't go past that for like noise reasons or whatever. And they were like, the fuck on the stage it's your turn to play so everybody's outside the gates you can't see shit except people up close and like see through the cracks and this band did their whole fucking set up there with nobody out in front of them yeah we've been there too but they could hear them you could hear them Man. it's like an outdoor venue so all that's in front of you is these like eight foot fucking wooden gates but and all the noise was coming over the top of it but you just couldn't fucking hear them now the people that were like cheap bastards there was a bridge that ran right kind of half-ass in front of it, and people would, like, sit up there on that bridge and stand on the bridge, and you could see the whole fucking concert. They got to see it, so they were basically playing to the fucking bridge, and when there was, like, hundreds of people standing out there just waiting to get in, but they wouldn't open the fucking gates because somebody didn't have a key. Well, that's Shit. fucked up. Yeah. That's kind of my luck. Yep, they opened the gates. Mark Jenny says she, she saw us play a show, but I don't ever remember her fucking music. Yeah, it was at. Yeah, where was it at? Benny's. Benny's, Benny's Bar, man. <laughs> Talk about a shithole, dude. But but it was, was fun as shit there. I loved that. Was there. our home place? Like, yeah, we it would was. Play there quite often. <clears throat> We'd actually play there quite often. It was a good place to jam, though. Yeah, it was. And I'm pretty sure it was one night that there was a band that had a stories fe- on that place. female vocalist. That would be I Wrestled a Bear once. Yes. She was there. That Is night. that that chick that's in the band that we... we You told us to come up there to Memphis one night and watch some some band of a guy you knew, and then there was like a... No, that, that, that's Evelyn. That was yeah. probably Delusions of Yeah, Granger. that was Delusions of Granger. We actually jammed with them whenever we were playing Trigger Fest 2. Yeah. Oh, so they just keep hanging around, that one. Yeah. Well... Delusions of grandeur, yeah. They they've split up. Uh they're off on doing their own things. I'm actually playing with uh the guitar player and the vocalist from that band now. So they're they're doing their thing. They're still in circulation. Right. They're still playing. That chick that sang that night when we were there, she was is she like the one that's kept the vein of the band or what? No, she's not in the band. She's out now. Oh, I don't now. know what she does now. Okay. She's in Cherry Picked. She's in a different band, yes. though. Yeah. Cherry Picked. Yeah. Is that the one with Shane's friend? Played the drums? Yep. What's his name? Uh, yes. what? Rob. Yeah, Rob. Rob. Yeah. He lives right down the road from me, as a matter of fact. Oh, yeah. That chick was We live in the same neighborhood. I've known him for a long time. Yeah. But the I Wrestled a Bear once chick that Jenny's talking about. Oh, she's like some shit. They like, they made it. Really? Yeah. Well, they, I, think, they were, I don't think they made it. They're not together now. anymore, no. but they made it, made it. Huh. What were, was it, Century Media? Yeah, they were signed to Century Media. No shit. The chick was like brutal. Brutal vocals. But when they, they played... they still have the same name? Yeah. I wrestled a bear one? Yeah. I guarantee you can find videos, like big big time, millions of views probably. All I remember from them was they chilled outside. There's no spaces in between the words either. Sat outside, didn't really do nothing to interact or network with anybody. Played their show and then took off. Yeah, they were kind of douchey. I kind of remember that about them. They have a song called Tastes Like Kevin Bacon. I'll never forget that. This That's it. it. Yeah. yeah. They're on like just straight up just look them up on music apps. Yeah. Jesus. That's a chick. What? I can buy that now. 
There was a band back in the 90s. Well, this was like 2008. Had, yeah. There was a band back in the 90s that had a female vocalist that was pretty... No. Yeah, it was a whole-ass bandage. Kitty. Kitty. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 they were brutal. Yeah, they were pretty good. I enjoyed <clears> theirs. Yeah, we played with... The first time we played with I Wrestled a Bear once, they didn't even have a drummer. They had a drum machine. What? Where was, was like that at? Buttons. I do remember that, but I don't remember where it was at. That was at a... Uh, the fuck Shit, I can't remember. Somewhere local. But yeah, they're actually from Shreveport. So how long before you met him did you... You went to the show, you saw them play. And then what was the time frame before y'all actually started talking or whatever? Oh man, some years. Yeah, I don't know, a couple of years. Because I was married to my first husband, I think, when I saw him like perform... Mr. Steel, your girl. Mm-hmm. And she, she said, said mm-hmm. <laughs> John Durr, the, the bassist for their band, was actually in my ex-husband's band before that. Did your oh. brother and your ex man were they in the same band? Yes. yes. Okay. With John Durr as well. All right. So, um, I don't know, but I John guess a couple years. Hmm. And he, he was actually really, really good. He's the really bass player. Good. John yeah. Durr, yeah. Oh, yeah. He played with his fingers. I mean, he was awesome. And he's a really nice guy. Very nice. Big fan. <clears throat> kicking around or no? He lives in Houston, though. Yeah. Mm. They aren't, like, very Sorry. heathernish. They're not what? They're not heathens like we are. Oh. I mean heathens? Yeah. Speak for yourself. Is there a fucking R in that word? I don't think so. It's heathen, but I think whenever you say, like, multiples, I think it might be heathens. Mm. I don't know. That's just a Texas thing, I think. That's not... <laughs> it's an Arizona thing, or New Mexico, or Florida, or Florida. I get it. I'm not from Texas. <laughs> either. I, still I just don't know that I've ever. Therefore, ever you heard are it. the heathen here. I was going to say I don't know that I've ever heard anybody say heathen. Jenny's always said it. Heathens. All right. Let's just make shit up. Heat. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then we played. We played for. I don't know. Couple years, or something. So maybe, it culminates at something. Yeah, you said battle the bands. Yeah, it was called Battle for Metal Up Your Ass. All right. And that Come was like a originally? was that like a big fucking deal. Or? It was a big deal. Yeah. Y'all were like, okay, we go over here, we kill this, then maybe some things can start shaking out for us. Yeah. yeah. And things actually were. We didn't win. A, a band from Dallas won, which we expected a band from Dallas to win. Yeah. We were better than them. I see. But, you know, those things are kind of like popularity contests. That was the first time anybody had ever even seen us there. Yeah. But anyway, the it's kind of one of those things, cheer cheer for them and whoever cheers the loudest kind of thing. Yeah, that's kind of a fucked up system. But they had they actually had two A&R people from Nuclear Blast Records were judges. All right. And they actually spoke to me after the fact. And one of them was a chick. And she... She was a real good looking chick, but anyway, that's not, not that's as, not important. Not as, not as good looking as Jenny. No, right? no, not even close. She <laughs> actually just to make that clear. She actually a emailed me far cry. <laughs> she actually emailed me several times over the next few months. Don't get mad, Jenny. Talking about you know where are y'all playing? Where are y'all playing? We want to know where you're playing so we can come see you. Sure. And then Josh killed himself, so it never 
Okay, so after the the Fort Worth or whatever the Battle of the Bands thing, it was just a couple of months, and then October. Yeah. So from March to October. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Was that a complete ass surprise? Yes. Like there was no writing on the wall. Well, I mean, I mean, he was going downhill, but nobody, nobody thought it was. Like, I mean, if you want to get on the subject of that, we can. But I mean, there's there's a lot behind it. But yeah, there there was. I mean, I like a good ass story, but. My curiosity, I mean, if you if y'all don't give a fuck about talking about it, I don't care about talking about it. But <clears throat> the curiosity that I have is like, okay, so this guy commits suicide, right? Uh-huh. And you say that like into the band. Was it a fuck, we're never gonna be able to find somebody to replace this, or there's just no way we can carry on without him? We're gonna have to formulate uh, something. Just kinda killed different. the mood, man. Yeah, pretty much. I see. Just kinda killed the mood. Like we were jamming together for a while. We were all pretty close and shit. And uh Kind of killed the mood. And also, we were never going to find anybody with his talent. Either. That's true. That's true. So it was kind of pointless. So did him and the cousin both stay in the band? He just had, like, multiple guitars? Well, the other or... cousin... He was in and out. He did some fuck shit anyway, and he essentially died, too. I see. Pretty much. Wait. But at the time, he wait, was really wishy-washy. He essentially died? He essentially died? Yeah, yeah essentially. Not technically. Oh. But He's yeah. in prison. Oh, he got locked the fuck up. Yeah. Gotcha. He said he did some old fuck shit. He did. I mean, like some, some fuck Let's shit. Let's just keep it at that. Yeah. All right. But yeah, um, me and my ex-girlfriend at the time were living with Josh for a few months. And he was going through like some hard shit. Like, I don't know whether or not it was because of his mental state or him and his girlfriend or what. But yeah, he was he was going through a lot of hard shit. And we'd witness him just crying a lot and just fucking having a hard ass time and then he ended up uh, moving in with his mom so we were like okay cool you know me and my girlfriend at the time moved on to somewhere else he lived with his mom and then he ended up moving to his apartment and uh that's kind of where it ended i see you know i actually helped him move into that apartment really yeah so you think maybe him moving into his apartment and just like just being there sitting in his own not having anybody around and all that kind of shit. Probably. Probably. Yeah. yeah, it's rough, man, with shit like that. Like, you don't know when to reach out. You know what I mean? Well, the thing. It's like everybody always says, well, you know. Yeah. In hindsight, it's always like real clear. Here's the moment I should have done something. Here's the time I should have been there or whatever, right? But in the in the moment. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, your friend's having a hard time or whatever, but it's kind of hard to know exactly how much of a hard time they're really fucking having. Right, Exactly. Because, I mean, there, there were there were times over the months that, like, all of us reached out to him, like, yeah. frequently. And you just never know when he's actually... So, was, like, y'all's little band was like... Just a, I mean, because Kelly was obviously friends with that guy. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, but Kelly didn't have any, associate, any association with the band other than just, like, hey, I'm going to come watch y'all when y'all perform kind he of thing. He was a groupie. Yeah. Yeah, Kelly was a groupie. He helped us load some shit. He right. was there. From time know. to time. We, we, did, we had a full-time roadie, which was... His friend, his name is Chris. Chris West, All right. and he was always there. And then, you know, from time to time, Kelly would just kind of right. help out. But y'all were friends and yeah. just circulating around this little band that's going on, right? Yep. I got you. All right. So was he friends with Homeboy before, or was it because of the band that him and Kelly no, he, friends? No, they, we were friends for before that. Even. Oh, okay. Right on. I think I found a video. Oh, jeez. Well, it's not... I mean, I don't think it's going to be an actual video. Shoot. 
That's it. That's it. That's it. And that's you? That's Mark Drummond. That's him doing vocals, yeah. I didn't really know what a uh, metronome was at the time. <laughs> yep. That's a metronome helps you keep time, you understand? Yeah. That's essentially what a drummer is in a band, a metronome. Gotcha. Do, but doing all kind of fancy shit, too. So I the think name Drew was... Emery recorded this. Yeah, right? Drew Emery recorded this. Yeah. I'd appreciate it. This, this video has 139 views. Yeah. Dude, that's a lot. That's been around since what? Fucking well, 2000. Says, it's, says it's been on the YouTubes for five years. Yeah. We're moving up. We're going to make that change. He said we're moving up. Whatever, 139 divided by five. Yeah, is. like six months ago, we only had like 138. Number of 140. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna double the views and <laughs> go like, subscribe, and hit that yeah, bell. Go, hit right. that bell for so us. You know, the, the, the new notifications are coming in. Wouldn't that be some crazy shit if for so, for no apparent reason all of a sudden it like started getting millions of views like that just out of awesome, just actually. out of nowhere? We had to find some people to play that shit. Power High's been talking about trying to cover some stuff. Really? Yeah, we've been trying to. I've mentioned it. So you just went from not knowing fuck all to just all of a sudden you're doing this shit. Yes. Wait till the cleans come in. The cleans are fucking awesome. Now, who's that playing? That's Josh. That's Josh Miller. Okay. Yeah. You'll want his. He's about to play a solo. You'll see how good he is. All right. I haven't understood a word you've said thus far in this song. Yeah. I don't I, even know the lyrics. I don't think I know them anymore either. <laughs> I know you play guitar now. Did you then? Yeah, but that's just for fun. Oh. So you never played for the band? No, no. You were just vocals only? Right. Streets run red with blood. Yeah, streets run red with blood. I see when I heard that. That was Josh Miller on that recording. Really? Yeah, we were like doing some experimental shit, and it—I did them live. I don't know. I don't know why we even did that. Honestly, I see. Huh? I don't know, man. Two thousand eight, baby. Death metal was never my thing. And that's that's like melodic death metal right there, really. Yeah, like I'm, there was certain like I liked some heavy metal stuff yeah but the your vocals it always turned me off yeah no like I get I, it yeah. I always liked the music right it's like fuck yeah this is jamming yeah, my dad has the exact same belief as you well that's how yeah. a lot of people are though you know like uh, the vocals just throw me off but it's it's part of the rhythm I see as a matter of fact my dad came to one show ever and he disowned you well essentially <laughs> <laughs> it happened to be it happened to be Trigger Fest 3 which was at Teague Park the outdoor yeah. one that's where you uh, you stepped off stage, right? Yeah, and like well, broke my ankle down there. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, at one point during the show, like, you know, we're playing the intro to a song or whatever, and I'm just kind of getting hyped. Yeah. And I look out at my dad, and I see him like, and I'm like, fuck yeah. 
My dad even feels this shit. Mm-hmm. All right? And then I started doing vocals, and I happened to meet him in the crowd again, and he was just going. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. So my dad feels the exact same way. I thought yeah. you were proud of me, Daddy. Yeah. He wasn't proud at all. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Like, after the fact, he was like, man, y'all's music is badass. Right. But what you're doing. What you're doing, Steven. That's pretty stupid. Sucks. I mean, I've always appreciated the talent that goes into it, right? I mean, I mean it does. Like it a, does take yeah, skill. Sure, there's no doubt about it. To be able to just do that for a song, more or less, a bunch more, and then potentially the next night or however many days later yeah. I have to do it again, right? It just, it was just never my thing. And I had a lot of buddies around me that were into it and are like, "Let's listen to this." And I'm like, "Okay, let's listen to this." And a lot of death metal bands, it seems like. They have like these really long intros. Yeah. And I'm like in it for like the first 45 seconds to a minute. I'm like, hell yeah, this is the fucking jam. And then here comes Steven and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> why can't you at least, why can't I at least understand yeah, it? Lots of people feel that way. <laughs> but lots of people also like it. So Yeah, no doubt. It's just whatever your cup of tea is. There's a unique crowd for it. Yeah. Niche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. So it all fell to the wayside, and what I understand is here recently y'all picked up and started fucking around again. Well, I mean, we're just jamming for fun. Yeah, I'm sure that's what y'all were doing in the first this other one, right? No, the first time it was serious. Oh, it was it was a there was a plan. There was a plan. There's no plan right now. I see. You think there will be a plan? I don't know. It it just depends. You never know. We met a guitar player that's really good. He was actually really good, yeah. Really, really good. Hmm. Brianna was on a band with him. Yeah, Brianna was in a band with him, apparently. Did she scream also? She, played she was a DJ or some oh, shit. Yeah. You're talking about your sister-in-law? Yeah. She looks like a motherfucker that'd be in a band. <laughs> That's where she met Patrick, she going to his shows. I see. Hmm. <clears throat> well, hopefully y'all, at a minimum, have fun doing what you're doing. Oh, yeah. Mark, I mean, Mark's still jamming. Mark's in a band. Whom? Yeah, we're playing, or I'm playing with the uh, Power High. Power I? Power High. Power High. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's more like thrashy. He's got some 90s influences, All but right. more thrashy. Okay. Y'all got any shows lined up? As far, not right now. Not right now. No, we, I was trying to talk to Fucking uh, Corona. Memphis. Well, I mean, sure. But, uh, yeah, all this shit went down again, and now it's like negative. Right. Last Memphis show. is actually a pretty decent little venue. It's it's fun to play. It's, all, it's shotgun, They're good people, man. too. <clears throat> yeah, they're super good people. We like the hell out of those folks. But it's like where their stage is, you get it all the way through the whole last building. Yeah. There's no way to get away from it. <clears throat> when they're doing the damn thing, it's... uh, You definitely know there's some shit going on. Yeah. You know, it's not like a... I've been to some shows before. It's like where they got like side rooms or you can step outside. And even at Memphis, if you step outside, you still hear it. The walls are thin as fuck. So. Well, there's no like actual music venues anywhere around here. I was thinking, I, I don't. There was one in Tyler, and it's closed now. So. I see. Well, they did just build that outdoor amphitheater, right? Where's I don't know. That what, at? It's down there, right off of Twenty. Um, off of Twenty. Yeah. Here, here's the, the green. Thing. I didn't know they built an amphitheater. Well, yeah, I, I don't know a whole lot about it because my whole thought was summertime in Texas. The green. Outdoors. I think that's something different. Why? Did and they also, did they build it though? Yes. I remember seeing an article about that. Yes, I I want to say it's like kind of close to where Eastman or uh, 
fuck if I know. I, I just, I wrote it off because there's no way I was going to go sit out in the Texas heat in the middle of fucking August. Yeah, fuck that. I mean, it kind of you depends know. on who the fuck's there. You know what I'm saying? Chris well, Davidson okay, rolls in and he's like, hey, I'm going to do a concert at this Garth little- Brooks shows up, I might consider going, but... I mean, it'd have to be like a Garth Brooks, Chris Stapleton kind of person show up for me to go sit out yeah, in the summertime. Yeah, or Mark's band. Well, I mean, I would support somebody I know that's a <laughs> local, you know, but no, I'm not going to go for <clears throat> Third Eye Trick. Third Eye Blind? That lives, that's that. That's what I was thinking in my mind. I would brain. go see Third Eye Blind there. You know, their knockoff wannabe band. I'm not going to go watch that. Oh, I hear you. Fucking Texas. So, anyways, but that that's the only place that I'm aware of. I didn't know that was even open yet. That's an actual music venue that's not, you know, a bar or a pool hall. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what's sad about Longview. You know, I think there's... We're, we're kind of in a good location, you know, with the Oklahoma and the Arkansas and the Louisiana. I mean, right here is a pretty good spot to have some shit yeah. like that to go do, but... We just don't have the, we don't have the city planner uh, that's capable of having that kind of foresight. Yeah. Well, then you also have to have an audience. That too. And that helps. Right, but I think if, if you have a good um, I think venue, the audience is there. They, they did the, back when Max was playing with like Westbound 21 and all that, they used to do that downtown live like once a month or whatever, and that place always fucking filled up. So I don't I don't know if it was the draw of who was there or versus just it's fucking Longview there ain't a goddamn thing to do. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna have live music downtown and there's also gonna be like food trucks and shit. Fuck yeah, sign me up. Right. Well, and that's the whole thing is it's like there's nothing to do here. Right. Right. And it's almost easier for most people, particularly people who live in live in East Texas, to say I'm gonna run over to Dallas Fort Worth. I'm gonna run over to Shreveport. Yeah, it's a couple hours away, but there's all the things to do. Well, there. see, again, right. that's I'm glad you said that because the thing about like Dallas, for example, most of the venues only hold five, six hundred people. But when you have a city of a, mi- a million and a half people, you're going to fill it up. Yeah. Where Longview, if we had a venue of five or six hundred people, 50 people are going to show up. Right. So. Well, and I think some of that is just um, your event planners. Yeah. You know, you've got to have somebody get out there and, and put the word out. I mean, I, you know, we've, we've kind of been saying, and I know this is like uh, not technically comparable, but with the schools, the level of communication that we get with the school, there's shit going on all the damn time that we don't know about. Yeah. Right. And so I feel like it's, it, it there's like a bubble around some of the folks out here that don't know how to use the new social medias and all that stuff to promote. Yeah. It's like, Longview needs a promoter. Yeah. Well, see, like in uh, in mine and Mark's case, we played the show at the bowling alley. Some people saw us. Then we played a show at like a church venue. And it, the, the, the actual venue was cool as shit. But for some reason, we played last on that show. And that's like the, that's the one you really don't want. Mm. Because it's the next to last that everybody shows up for. And last, everybody's gone home at that point, pretty much. Yeah, that, they want to get out of there to yes. get to their cars and not have to fight with the traffic. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that was our second show. And, again, it was at a church venue, and we was were... No, we it, was in, it was in Longview. And we were what we were, and that was our second show. Not that many people knew us yet. So, essentially, me and Mark went 
and played Benny's Bar for a month or two. We played there like we played twice a weekend. Yeah, it was at Benny's Bar. (laughs) That was our go-to spot. And at that point, people are like, okay, yeah, we're starting to see them. And more and more people started showing to Benny's Bar. And this chick that owned Side Pocket in Kilgore, which was a big deal back then, I guess somebody told her we were playing and she needed to come see this band. So she showed up to Benny's Bar. We played. And she was like, next weekend, I want y'all to come play at my place, Side Pocket. And we were like, "Fuck yeah!" Well, we've been that was we, a good place too, man. We've they been wanting multiple to get, pool tables and yeah, everything. Yeah, y'all would have liked side pocket. We've been wanting to get to side pocket, so we're glad this happened. Yeah, and uh, she had a it's Kilgore, like fifteen miles away from here. Yeah, she had a national band Ten playing miles. that show, and she put us right before them, <clears throat> and we're like, "What? What? Yeah. You're what are you doing?" Because <laughs> she saw us and she was impressed. They were called the Destro. They were actually on rotation oh, on Headbangers yeah. Ball. Okay. On MTV, they yeah. were, they played every weekend. You'd see their video on Headbangers Ball. Okay, wow, well, that's that when MTV too, played though. music videos. You were? I saw yeah, that was back when MTV played music videos. Right. I don't remember you being there, huh? but you probably were because that's when we played that show. After the all right, a theory on conquest played. They were a big deal in this area at the time. They were from Tyler. Uh, I can't remember if you met Ricky Cordova, but he was at the my singer. Birthday party. Yeah. Good. Yeah. He brought me the bag of. Bald head. Yeah. They were they were a big deal around here. All right. And at this point, we were kind of a big deal, although this was our first show at Side Pocket. Mm-hmm. We were working to get there, hopefully. Sure. So, Theory on Conquest opened the show. Lots of people in there. We played second, and it was like wow. shoulder to fucking shoulder in there. Yeah. And I remember seeing the Destro singer. I was looking at him while we were performing, and he was like, he was fucking headbanging. We got done playing. The Destro started, and that place was a ghost town. Damn. When when a band on MTV was playing, huh? So like we shut we shut that motherfucker down. Nice. And Wendy told me she's like, this is the most people that have ever been here. Huh? See, I think that I think a lot of what Terry was saying just about a minute ago is like you know promotion is a good thing. Promotion right? advertising. Yeah. Look at it. But. The biggest thing is doing the damn thing and making people like it. Yeah. Because if they like it, they're going to tell other people about it. And they're going to find out where the fuck you are and then come see it. Well, right. They become the word of mouth. But without promotion and without getting the community excited, those people who are going to become your word of mouth don't ever show up. Yeah. So promotion, I think it all starts with promotion. Well, sure, but you know, I think the biggest factor of it is is just doing the damn thing in a way that people like it. Yeah, because you can have that the fuck promoted out of you, right? Yeah, but if people go see you and you're dog shit, they're like, well, maybe they had a rough night, right? And then you get the shit promoted out of you again. I'm like, well, obviously these people are fucking something because they're doing another damn show. Yeah. So you go, tr- you go, you give them another shot, and then they're dog shit again. Yeah. Then you don't give a fuck how much promotion there is. It's like I've seen them twice, and they're fucking horrible. So. You I'm not going to waste my show, time, man. my dollar, my yeah. argument. <clears throat> you got to put on a good show. Right. And then uh, a little bit after that, we're, you know, we're still playing shows. We're playing Side Pocket at this point. We're playing Shreveport at this point. We're playing everywhere, anywhere that anybody will let us play. Yeah. Who was booking the shows? I don't know. I don't I don't remember. I don't really. Josh? Josh, I guess. Probably. I don't really remember either. But yeah. 
So eventually we got this demo made and you just heard one of the songs on the demo. That was honestly, I think that was the most trash one on the demo. Jenny's brother, actually, because me and me and Jenny's brother are friends at this point, too. He's in a band, too, that's also a really big deal around here called The Compliance Process. Okay. And they're big with, like, younger, like, high school-type kids because they're playing all-age shows, which we should have fucking done, but we didn't for some stupid reason. Yeah. Uh, so they've got a big deal. They've recorded their demo. They sent it off to Sirius Radio. All right. XM Liquid. No, it was XM Liquid Metal is what it was. Mm-hmm. XM Radio. Yeah. They have a show called Liquid Metal. Well, we got our demo made, and Jenny's brother actually sent that to them. Mm-hmm. And apparently, he's emailing these people, and I don't, I didn't know. And he was like, "Hey, you're going to be on Liquid Metal this weekend nice. at, at blank. It's between blank and blank, so be listening." So I listened, and I was like, "Holy shit!" And then they talked about us after our song played, and they were like, "We are putting this shit in rotation." Okay. And then, like every time it came on, Patrick would be like, "Up, oh, they're playing your song again." They're playing your song again. It was badass. Yeah. And that that song was our very best song, too. So it sounded to me like everything was lining up. It was like, it was coming together, yeah. Yeah. The name of that song was The Black Forever, and that was our by far our best oh, song. Oh, that was good. That was a yeah. good one. It, that song you just heard a minute ago, that's like preschool. I see. Yeah. I wish I knew who the fuck this person was that posted that, because I've got a feeling if they posted that, they probably have a bunch of the other ones. They might. I don't know. I don't know who the fuck. Wow, my YouTube is just like you ran off the deep end. Like, I, I yeah, Corey Wade gave me an actual CD, but it's at home somewhere. Yeah. I might have something. I don't know though. I I really wish you could hear the Black Forever because that song. I mean, it was fucking cold. I really think I might have something. Now there's another, he's, he posted another one uh, of y'all. It's called Return to Babylon. That's a really good one, yeah. but it's, it's hey, not. Right here. Got it right here. Black Forever. Are you serious? Yeah. What? I don't know if it's going to play. I don't know what the fuck. Wow, where did you find that? Is that just like on your phone? Yeah. Because on my files. This song is good. I forgot I had it. I think we had a few. Obey and a, another one. Like I said, I didn't know what a metronome was at the time. <laughs> this song was actually on rotation on Liquid Metal. And that's Josh in the background with the highs. Sounds like a fucking cougar. <laughs> this is my haunting reality, is what I just said. All right. Ravaged. Dissected. Chained, imprisoned. So in the show, he didn't do that. Yes. He didn't. No, no, he didn't. Thrown to the hounds. Chained, imprisoned. So who wrote the lyrics? We all did. Just kind of. Wait till he goes in his fucking cleans, man. That that was piercing bleeding. Yeah. No, it, it comes up here. You sure? Yeah. Right. Thrown to the hounds. Drowning in fire. 
You can hear it when I tell you. Yeah, when you say it, I can. This is just a solo. Yeah, but check this shit out. You didn't hear shit like this around here. Nobody could do this shit right. back then. He was cold. That's Josh. Yep. Rest in peace. It's kind of weird to hear his uh, vocals. Yeah. You know, I think about that sometimes because, you know, the other podcast, The Bearded Idiots, we've got, I think now, like 100 and probably actually 115 to 118 hours, if not more, of us sitting around bullshitting, right? And I think about that sometimes, like, if, you know, have a car wreck and die or yeah. whatever, you have a heart attack, fucking aneurysm, whatever the fuck. It's like, before, like in this time, right, the only way you ever be able to hear that guy's voice again is, like, through shit like this, right? Yeah. But now, if that was to happen to, hell, even anyone in this room, there's at least this hour that people can go back and hear you talking. That was my moment of glory, and it was trash. <laughs> it was so trash. I could have done that so much better. Let's hear you do it better. No, I can't do it now. Sin has slowly sealed my fate. I love how he kind of picked up the pace there at that point, too. Like we that was my idea. That up. was my idea, by yeah. the way. That it really was. Think of a deck about that. By the heat of 10,000 suns. Charred corpses that litter the ground. We've got like 30 <laughs> seconds of this. I'm Suffocating sorry, in pitch black sulfur. An impossibility. There it is. <laughs> that got some groove right there, son. <laughs> this guy singing. definitely understand every word you say yeah after you have told yeah. me it just takes a little time the more you listen to it you'll start picking shit out but <clears throat> yeah that one that's probably i'm most proud of that song probably all right although we had another really good we had another really good one that we didn't record for some stupid reason so this demo that y'all made where did y'all go it is just some like dude's house and yeah. equipment or yeah he was actually in my plastic friends okay but yeah. he had his own song for them, the My Plastic Friends song, like the silly one. What's it called? Skeet. Skeet lotion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I got Obey, Return to Babylon. Return here. to Babylon's really good. Yeah, it's been a while since I listened to all that. Now, do you have Pearson bleeding? Nah, okay. I don't have that. But yeah, the guy that recorded it, he actually lived in Pritchett, which is like kind of outside of Gilmer. Mm-hmm. It's in between Gilmer and Big Sandy. Yeah. 
He recorded for a bunch of people. Yeah, he recorded a shit ton of people. Really? Yeah, he had his own little music studio and everything. See, Terry and I was talking about that. You know, everybody talks about what the fuck you're going to do when you win lottery money, right? <clears throat> We've talked about finding a place here in Longview. Probably down there. You know where... Uh, uh, the fuck was that? Trapped. Yeah, trapped. Did it's it close? Out. Oh, I don't know. I'm oh. sure it did. I, I can't begin to imagine how that dude stayed open. You know what I mean? He's like struggling already. Yeah. So, uh, you know, maybe he can... That sucks because that was fun. Yeah, that shit was fun as hell. But that whole little center down there that's got the lodge yeah, in it yeah there's a bunch of that that's just fucking empty yeah where's is that you know where the lodge is sports bar lodge yeah, bar yeah, yeah okay that whole there's a whole ass like there's a fuck ton of spaces back behind that it's like a shopping center okay yeah, yeah, yeah. most of them are empty yeah most of that shit's empty and i was like man why could we just scoop up about <laughs> half of that fucking building and do that make places where people local because there's several podcasts here in town That'd be nice. They don't have decent equipment and all that kind of shit. You know, they can come down there and record their podcast and Rare set up places for, for hour or two. And yeah, just set up just a place Just use y'all's for, equipment or something and just come in and they can talk. Well, yeah, just set them up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like $25, right? Come in there and you got it for the whole fucking day. Yeah. Record as many as you want to. Why not? Yeah. And also have a, a really, get somebody that knows what the fuck they're doing and come in and set up a, a really good engineered room for bands to come in local bands to come in and lay down good clean demos yeah you know i wish we could have went to like a professional studio just yeah. I, I, they would have brought out so much more you know sure i just think it'd have been cool to hear right but you know times were what they were we were all poor we didn't have no sure. money to do that shit <clears throat> what's crazy is is now right now you have more accessibility to be able to record yourself cleanly oh, than yeah. you did then. Yeah. On much less money. Yeah, there's there's lots of people who know how to do it now. Because what, yeah. that was back, what, 2008? That had to be 2008, yeah. Yeah, you almost had to have a <clears throat> fuck ton of money. years later? I mean, yeah. Yeah, people record themselves now at home and it sounds professional. Exactly. Well, I mean, this board that we're recording this on right now, you can <clears> plug <throat> all your sound equipment into it, you know, just put... Punch it in there direct, and it'll record it just clear as fucking day. Yeah. So, I mean, and that board's not that expensive. I think that was like $599. Yeah. You know, where an equal board in 2008 would have been significantly And it also would have took that. up that whole wall right exactly. there. <laughs> exactly. So, as technology moves forward, it makes shit like that more accessible. But the big thing about it is, is it's the acoustics in the room. Yeah. You know, if you you can have the greatest recording equipment in the world, but if you do that so much in a fucking bathroom, it's gonna yeah. sound like you're doing it in a bathroom. That's why I think you need to um, you need to watch that Keith Marrow studio tour. Hey man, Black Metal would love that then, right? <laughs> recording in a bathroom. Just oh like, yeah, they'd love that. They eat that shit up. <laughs> like they go for like poor sound quality. I see. That's like their thing. Put and I bet you they work in, really just... hard to get it. Yeah, they do. Yeah, when they you'd cream. be surprised. They do. That's what I'm saying. I'm sure they, there's a lot of engineering in, that goes into making that sound. Yeah. Versus just going into a fucking concrete room and doing the damn thing. Yeah. Something about what you just said reminded me of um, Lost Abraham. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Lost Abraham. What about him? I hated him. <laughs> Most so, people loved him. They, Sorry, Kevin. They were like I thought you were really good. Popular. They were. They were, yeah. yeah. No offense. They wrote a song about us, even. She said, I Oh, yeah, hate Miller's you. Throne. Miller's no Throne. Miller's Throne. It, it was like they a two piece band, and I mean, everybody loved them. Was it a, was it a breast and a wing? First of all, I barely like metal, so. Breast and a wing. It, well, it was doom. It was doom metal, like when doom metal first started. Are you saying doom like D O O M? Yes. Yeah. All right. 
It was like 2009, early Yeah, it 10? was pretty, pretty much sludge. Like, they wanted it to be as loud and like... They like went and toured. Well, they did many Europe tours. Right? No, no, the the guitar player singer of Vaste Barai is currently touring Europe. What are you oh, yeah. saying? Vaste Barai. Vaste Barai. Which is what? Fuck if I know. Oh. But their singer slash guitar player, he did both in Vaste Barai. He's currently touring Europe. Mm. He He's some kind of like techno. It's like EDM shit. I was going to say, you got to pivot when you got to pivot. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he wears a mask so. and makeup and all kind of shit. And it's just him. I see. And his laptop. Yeah. He's a DJ, essentially. Exactly. Damn, his overhead is so low. Right? Damn. Yeah. But yeah, he's fucking touring Europe now. There's a lot of money in that shit. You know that it's like anything else. You got to have some some level of talent, right? <clears throat> yeah. Like the odds of any one of us being able to go and sit down on your fucking computer right now and make anything that's remotely as good as what he's doing, even if it's dog shit, right? It's okay. Well, you just got to start googling. Okay, what app do I download to be able to mix shit? And surely there's a free one out there, but it's probably what more. Do I download to become a millionaire? Right. Yes, exactly. Where did you find that? Was that that song? Man, I've had it on my phone for a while. I don't remember. I really don't. I've you don't have a way you can send it to me? No, it's, oh, I, can, I can send it to you because I got it on my files. Oh, okay. But I don't remember where I got it from. It, it's been, I've had this phone for like <coughs> six years. I don't remember. Is it a, is it a. It's an Android. Well, chances are you may have had it before that because typically like when you switch phone to phone, like we do the smart transfer, it just brings everything from your other phone. So you could have had it for longer than you think. Fosse yeah. Barai means for evil. Oh, there you go. That's pretty brutal. I wouldn't call them evil, but they were loud as fuck. Loud. Just a bunch of racket. Just like trash can racket. music? Dude, it was so loud, dude. Like, you couldn't even hear the notes. It was I so see. loud. Hey, but that's what that. they were going for. I think at that point, Kevin was using uh, an entire uh, kick drum, which is like <clears throat> like 22 inches in diameter by like 18 inches in depth for a fucking floor tom. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Which a normal floor tom's like 16 inches wide or yeah. 16 inches in diameter, 16 to 18, somewhere around there. Good. Yes. You Maybe. should you should find a Vasse Barras song and play it so Jenny can hear it. I don't. I, you don't have to do that. <laughs> well, I kind of curious. <laughs> I really not He they actually wrote a song about us. See if you can find that one. It was called Miller's Throne. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Vaste. V a s t e. Mm-hmm. No, next word. B U R A I, I think. Vaste Barai. All right, so what do we got here? I got Gallows Hill. That's a good one. It's the same motherfucker that's posting y'all's shit that's posting their shit. Really? What is that? E K A J T W. That's Jake. That's the. That's yeah. I know that guy. I got him on Facebook. Yeah, that's Jake. Oh, okay. He spelled his name backwards. That's exactly I what he did. Yeah. E-Cash? Yeah. E-Cash. e fuck the world. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Is Miller's Throne on there? I don't see it. All I see is Gallows All right, we'll just go with that one. Oh, Miller's Throne's cool, though. Maybe if you click on that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it is. Okay, yeah. This, this is, is like a fucking video video. Yeah, oh, is yeah. it? Of somebody performing it. Yeah, it's a live video. Oh, I don't know that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I think they might be playing Memphis. 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 It looks like this is recorded in no somebody's yeah, I think so. living Whenever room. they were doing that. They watched an episode of Dexter oh, and then recorded this. No. That's not what I was talking about. 
They got like plastic and shit up all over the walls. I've never seen that. No, me neither. That's That's Kevin, though. I think. Looks like it. Yeah. Again, I like the music. Not so much the guy. Well, I I think I think the vocal I I think their vocals were boring. I I mean, that's not how it sounded live at all. Was it like way worse? I don't know. It was so loud, live, dude. A racket to me. You couldn't hear any of those notes. It was crazy loud. But people really loved him. I don't mind loud. I like loud and something that I can understand. I don't like loud. Well, a lot of people do. (laughs) That's why I said like there's a there's a unique community for stuff like that. Well, it's like Slipknot, right? There's certain parts of some of Slipknot stuff that you can't really make out what he's saying, but the majority of it you can kind of follow along. In a way, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that was like. That was the the metal that I was into. That that whole you know like Slipknot, you know Cold Chamber, all that kind of shit. Okay, Seven Mudvayne, maybe Mudvayne. Yeah. Now Mudvayne gets to a point sometimes where you can't understand a fucking thing he's saying at all either. Well, my favorite band of all time is Metallica. But oh my god, we got a Metallica fan over here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he said, "Oh my god," and they don't do what I do, but Megadeth on this side. Were you I, just- I do agree. Megadeth is more talented than than Metallica. They they didn't have the songwriting Metallica had though. Did you have your heart broke when they like started cutting their hair off and all that shit? Uh, I wasn't even a fan yet at that point. Really? Yeah. So you like came in later, later. I was later in life, yeah. Huh. But I was immediately drawn to their early stuff though. Yeah. Fucking ride the lightning. Yeah, ride yes. the lightning. Yeah, Master of Puppets. Yeah. What? Literally ever damn. Yeah. yeah. Symphony of Destruction. Symphony of Destruction is good. I like it. I like Megadeth. I like Almost Megadeth all too. bands sell what? out. Was, uh, and you know what Metallica's response to that very comment was? Uh, we're not sellouts. We just play exactly what the fans want. Nope. Oh, You're exactly right. Oh. We sell out every seat, every show, every night. There was something they that, played. That was literally their response to that. Get your money. They played. And they did. I, they fucking so rich. I don't, I don't fault them for it. No, I don't either. they're going to lose the fans that were fans in the early Except years. Except they didn't, though. Yeah, exactly. I, they didn't. People I, moaned and groaned about it, but it's like they dropped that album. They're like, okay, it's still Metallica. They just look different. Never was a big I fan of them. They couple, couple they, songs they have a combined that. net worth of a billion dollars. I mean, here, Metallica give me does. fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. That came out on the album when they just cut off all their hair. Yes, and, and I like that. that song. It's a fucking good ass song. I like that song. Whiskey in a Jar came out on that album, yeah, I think. Another good one. That's a cover, though, but yeah. But still, they did a damn good job of it. I hated their concert. I would have loved to have been at that German concert. It was like 74 million oh, motherfuckers yeah. out in front of them. Just to no, that was in there. Russia. Was it in Russia? Okay. 1.4 million people. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It would have been cool just to be like, yeah, I was there. Yeah, for sure. I thought Garth Brooks held the record for Garth most. Brooks. In America, in America. In America. Oh, there we go. Okay. Garth, Garth had eight, eight or 900,000. Uh-oh. Fucking Garth Brooks. He said fucking Garth Brooks. Get out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never make you a taco again. I made my own tacos. You gave me the plate. Oh. She participated. That was enough. She I brought your, my own she salsa. Your beer down your you did bring your own salsa. She that shit was no hot. Down my throat. That shit was like a Mexican made it or something. Man, you can't drink that now. Yeah, don't drink that for a while. I'm opening this bitch. Mm-mm. Tap the side. It's not the top. Don't get it all over their brand new chairs. 
Open it up. Open it up underneath your shirt. Yeah, that's a good plan. I like that plan, Mark. It just like spews everywhere underneath. Drink it. (laughs) And and don't hit it on their new chairs. I'm about to hit you. Why did I do it? How are you that big and you still almost got it on the chair? Like you take up the whole last chair and still almost got it on it. All that, all that surface area and it's still running on the chair. Fuck you. Bitch, I thought he was talking to me. Dude, I'm literally two of you, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Cocksucker. Whatever. Well, that's an hour and 11 minutes. Damn, already. <coughs> I'm ready for cards. That was the best hour and 11 minutes of my life. That was pretty nice. Man, how does that make you feel about your honeymoon, Jenny? Your honeymoon, your wedding, the You're like your wedding your night. Let's talk about my wedding night. <laughs> Let's talk about how long the sex lasted on our wedding night. Okay. I'm going to say an hour and 12 minutes, probably. <laughs> Women are different. They can keep going and going. Guys just like, and then they got to wait, and then... And then they can go again. Maybe on certain occasions. I didn't even have sex on my wedding night. Oh, Lord. Wow. Same. Refused, huh? I was like, I'm going to hold on to this virginity one more night. <laughs> Actually, he was flying for the first time the next day, and he was scared out of his brain, like shaking and quivering, and like it fell asleep in the fetal position. Was it anything like when we were on the fucking boat in Cabo? <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't sick. Oh, okay. He wasn't sorry. sick. He was just scared. Cause you had to what, fly? I ain't yes. scared of shit. I was scared to fly. Me too. Fuck that, man. No. What? Nope. I, I don't like flying. heights. I don't like heights. Do Have it. you flown? Hell no. You've never flown anywhere? I was no. terrified, Mark, and then I did it, and it's like the greatest thing ever. I Mark's imagine. like, I'm landlocked in North America. Y'all can <laughs> yeah. shit. He's like, I might take a boat to Russia, but. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, once you do it one time, you'll, you'll be addicted <sighs> to it. My father-in-law refuses to fly. I, I did too for the first 31 years of my life. I see. And then I was like, nah. We doing some flying. We going somewhere. <laughs> and then I did, and it was so badass. Just drive. You know, the whole thing about it is, Take dude, if you don't if you don't think, well, I mean, obviously, it's easier said than done, right? Like, you're scared of heights. It's not the mm-hmm. same. Like, I I work in steel erection. So, working at heights, you know, I don't beams <clears> and shit like that, being up on roofs where there's just, like, a, literally a piece of cable keeping you from falling off this fucking building, right? I don't care for that. I can do it, but I'm not comfortable doing it. But there's a it's a totally different thing because you, you don't, don't even feel, feel like, like you're up. Yeah, you don't feel high. like you're that high. You, feel you just like feel, feel like you're sitting in a fucking bus until you look out the window. <laughs> but that's the coolest. But even then, it's not a. It's different because I've had that vertigo. Fuck you! I ain't moving by when sitting up on top of a fucking building before. Yeah, yeah it really is different. And then you look out of a plane, you go, "Well, yeah, I'm high, but." I mean, I feel pretty I don't know. sturdy. I'm in a fucking plane. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, once you do it once, you won't stop. I've flown 13 times now. All right, where are we flying? That's some money now. I ain't got that kind it's of It's just like meth. All you got to do it is one time. Yeah. And you're, and you're hooked, hooked for, for life. life. <laughs> <laughs> you're I felt, that's what I felt like Stephen was doing over there. He's like, come on, man. Just one bump, <laughs> motherfucker. Just one. I just need you to do one line. The whole front of me is wet. <laughs> yep. I told you not to do it. The whole room told you not to. I didn't. No, Steven. And there you go. I didn't tell you not to do it. Because I knew he was going to do it anyways, and I was going to watch him get it all over itself. I told you not to do it. We should have said anything. We should do it. Let him do it. Yeah. It would have been worse. 
Are we going to play Heads Up? Oh. Was that like Heads Up 7 Up? Terry has a new game. Put your hand on the table. It's probably not as fun. He- is it Heads Up 7 I thought it was Heads Down, Thumbs Up. Heads Up 7 Up. Heads yeah. Up 7 Up? Is that heads what it's up called? Heads Up 7 Up. Really? Mm-hmm. That's one of them torturous ass fucking childhood games of popularity. True. It's like, I picked oh. you. Oh, they didn't pick me. Well, fuck you then. Right. Like, I'm going to go play my drums. It's yeah. like Duck, Duck, Goose. That's why I didn't go to school. So fuck that. I'm going to play drums instead. I'm glad you did. It worked out. The fucking, <laughs> the losers and the fast people never got picked in Duck, Duck, Goose. They picked me on Red Rover, Red Rover, come over, motherfucker. Well, yeah, because you could always break through. You been goddamn not, right I did. I think you were, over. I think you were born 6'4". And you you've gone to six six in the last like, thirty one. <laughs> no, years. I was actually I was seven pounds when I was born. Seven pounds. Yeah, that's, that's, that's premature pretty nowadays. Seven pounds. Everybody's like eight or nine hundred and forty three ounces. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. When I graduated high school, I was six foot six one maybe. Mm. The day I graduated, cool. and then like A within cool the year two fifteen. No, fuck no. I, I was like one eighty. I thought you played football. And shit. I, I did. You were. Beefed up a little bit. That's why yeah. he gets so mad. He says he was a late bloomer. And if yeah. he could have just had his growth spurt in high if, school. If I would have had one more that. year. That's why I wanted to hold my own son back. I just see. in case he's like me. So do it. Jenny wouldn't let me. Shit, he might get held back anyways with this fucking corona shit. Yeah. Who knows how that's going to fucking play out over the next year. He's going into second fuck. grade? Yeah. And he's six. He just turned seven. Seven. And his birthday is in the summer. He would have right he would have literally been eighteen his entire senior year. Yes, which is normal anyway. Well, for most summer babies are always screwed because we always end up being the youngest in the class. That's what I'm saying. Exactly, which means they're also usually more immature. Exactly, that's what both my children and myself suffered with. So, and that's why I wanted to hold him back. Right. Before he started school, I mean. He's already reading at like a fifth grade reading level. Yeah, and so was I, but I so wasn't I'm physically just, gifted I'm yet. I'm about holding him back in life, period. He Whatever. Has, he has good behavior. My children did not. Do not. Does not. So. I don't want Will to not. Mm-hmm. Will not. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> Am not. They're all the nots. Some might nots. I don't know. My oldest is turning out to be reasonable. Yeah. So in the grand scheme of things. In the grand scheme of things, he's turning out. I shouldn't. I shouldn't dog him too much. He's done way better now. Then. Now that he's not under your roof. But yeah. Yes. <laughs> Seriously, I graduated high school May twentieth, two thousand. Six foot one, maybe one eighty. One year later, I was six foot six, two sixty. Wait a minute! You graduated in two thousand, like that was your own schedule? Yeah. Huh. His birthday's in January. February. February. Oh. So I was supposed to graduate in ninety nine, and that was the big deal. It was like well, we're the last one of the millennium, right? Yeah. You know, my old failing ass. Then I was supposed to graduate in two thousand, <laughs> <laughs> the first of the millennium, <coughs> and I didn't do that either. Century. Yeah, so, no, the millennium. It's a thousand years. And and century. I mean, technically. I mean, correct, yes. That was, that was my school's, like, my graduating classes thing. is like last of the century, best of the century, because I graduated in 99. Yeah, but the cool thing that you say about it, to make it even cooler, is like you're the last one of this millennium. Okay, well, I'm from Oklahoma, so fuck oh, off. Yeah, and that's not even, like, who wants to be there? Nobody. I didn't. 
I don't blame you. I've seen a petition floating around online the other day that we should buy it and turn it into a lake. I agree. All of we'll call it North Texas Lake. Yes, I agree. We should also take over Mexico. Agreed. And be called Texaco. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the badass beaches we would have then. That is true. But it's still way the fuck down there. Who gives a shit? We're already huge. You got to fly to get their steel. You got to fly to El Paso if you go. Well, I mean, yeah, you could. I mean, you don't have to, but. Who wants to fucking go to El Paso? They can have that part back. You can get we to can give that shit. before you can El Paso. Get to El yes, <laughs> exactly. We can give everything past Weatherford to fucking <laughs> Arizona and Dude, Mexico. Actually, let them have I it. actually liked it out there. Yeah, I've only been once. It's but, pretty and all, but yeah. who the fuck wants to live out there? But I also love Mexico. Like, I love that place, dude. I could easily live in Mexico. I mean, I've never been to, like, central. Yeah, I've never been to, like, central Mexico. I don't know, but. Never been to actual Mexico. But I've been to the very west of it. Loved it. I went with y'all. Loved it. I've been to the very east of it. Loved it. Yeah. I've never been in central Mexico, I don't. so I can't speak on that. I would imagine there's parts of it that are fucking a bummer. But, you know, central United States is not. Longview, Texas is a fucking bummer. Facts. That's true. Who so, the fuck yeah. wants to live in Nebraska, though? Shit, I don't know, man. Nobody. I'd damn near rather live in Oklahoma than Almost. Nebraska. At least it's closer to Texas. They have all the dispensaries now. Oh, yeah, there you go. There's um, parts of Oklahoma that are really pretty. There are. No, there are. There are. Yeah, the ones really close to Texas. <laughs> yeah, the ones really close to Texas. <laughs> They're essentially Texas. So how long do you think it's going to be before Texas has just... Legal marijuana. We'll be dead last. You think we'll be dead last? Yes. I don't think we'll be dead last. I think like fucking Idaho or like fucking North Dakota and Wyoming and all that shit will be dead last. You think? I think. Well, I don't think we'll be dead last either. And the only reason I say that's Austin. City Just of. recently, the city of. Yeah, but that's like its own country. Decided basically. that they it's were fucking, no longer going That's Austin, to, California. Well, you, I agree. But yeah. they've uh, came out and said that they are no longer going to arrest or cite people for personal possession of marijuana. Yeah. So I don't, and since that's like where our laws and stuff are made. Yeah, but I that's don't see it another happen. city within a city. Yeah. The state capital is totally, that's not even Austin. Okay. Uh, I but I, agree, I see what you're saying and I agree with you. I just don't think Texas is going to be the last one to get on that fucking money train. Yeah, we need know. to actually be the ones to lead it. Agreed. Too late. Yeah, we're not going to lead it, obviously, but I think I think what Texas is ju- doing with it, same as they do a lot of times with what Oklahoma does. They're like, yeah, y'all go ahead. Just just do your thing for a little while. And let us sit back and watch and see how it works out. And then when we do ours, we're piggybacking off of y'all, which is cool. Like, you know, they figure out all the problems, and then we just do the damn thing and be successful at it. Yeah. I'm not necessarily opposed to that when it comes to shit like that anyways. Cards time? Yep. Okay. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. Bye bye bye.